0: What is up? Welcome back to another episode of Gotta Read Them All, a Pokemon podcast. I'm Otaku Mike. With me, as always, is my co-trainer, Jen Graves. And we are talking what? about... We are talking about Pokemon Adventures, Chapter 2, Bulbasaur Come Home! That's right. You know, we're back on the Pokemon train. Yeah. If you don't remember what happened last time, or... Um, this is your first time listening because you're a fan of the Pokemans, Um, we saw Mew, yeah. Red and Blue met, and uh, yeah, that's kind of what happened, you know. And Blue has off, his
1: Charmander.
0: We're off to Professor Oak's house, or or laboratory, I guess you could say, because Red needs some help training and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, and Blue has his Charmander,
1: so who will get the other two starters for this season?
0: <clears throat> well, I'm guessing Red will get Bulbasaur, because this is titled Bulbasaur Come Home. Hey, you never know. Green could get Bulbasaur. Well, we haven't met <laughs> Green yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we yeah. have not met Green. So our, 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 our chapter starts out. With Red ringing the doorbell, bing bong. And he's like, What? Nobody's home? Oh, the place is open. He walks in, he sees Professor Oak's uh, laboratory. It looks a little little disheveled, just a little bit. Um, There's books and and stuff everywhere. Yeah, there's books and stuff everywhere. And he's like, Hey, I didn't realize there were so many different types of Pokemon. And he sees this Pokemon away from all the other pokeballs he picks it up he's like it's a bulbasaur i like it how bulbasaur has his own little nameplate on his pokeball right (laughs) i thought that was kind of cute and you see bulbasaur in there i wonder if it's a nameplate or a sticker maybe who knows like one of those like one of those uh label makers you have yeah you're like it's my it's my food right don't eat my food and the... yeah and he's like oh look Poliwhirl. it's Poliwhirl, right yeah Poliwhirl. poly i always get Polywhirl and polywag mixed up Poliwhirl. and so he puts them up together and he's like look it's a bulbasaur Poliwhirl. look how cool that is and you see like bulbasaur Poliwhirl talking in their pokeballs and whatnot and we get professor oak. Or do you want to take this page? This next page? Yeah. Then we have right. kind of a creek
1: coming out from the door and professor oak comes out and he accuses red of being a pokemon thief. Yeah. And I I love I love his security system. He has no security system. His security system is is all the pokemon, so like uh I guess either Red accidentally bumps into a button, and it opens all the Pokeballs on the shelves. Yeah, he does. And every Pokemon that was caught uh, basically comes out. We get a cool little sequence where we have a line of them. We have Kakuna, Pidgey, Metapod, uh, Caterpie, Rattatat, Poliwag, and Tentacruel. Tentacruel. Yeah. Uh, And then from there, we have a couple other Pidgeys and a wheel yeah and they but all really, kind of
0: jump out to attack him i really like this this part where he's like you idiot <laughs> you know like yeah professor's like god damn it i gotta go get all these pokemon you know because there's a lot of pokemon that come out of the of the, all yeah. the balls because he actually releases all the balls like which is weird to think about like they would all be connected to this one computer you know yeah which is right. not normal. What we think is normal in the Pokemon world. you know? Right.
1: Which this is mm-hmm. another... There's another part that I like here. Just because they don't depict things like this a lot in manga. Oh, in the like anime? Just in manga or anything in general. Yeah. But we have where this Pidgey flies over Professor Oak and, and drops uh, some he bird food
0: on he his face. shit on Takes a shit on Professor Oak's face. Yeah. I love the panel of him getting shit on. And he just has shit on his face. And he's like, I need you. He's like, God damn it. He's like, God damn it. Get me my Pokemon back, you know? And you right. see Red in the background trying to get all these Pokemon back into their Pokeballs, which is really funny. And I like it how it says later on. It's like, later, much later. So, like, how long did it take Red to get all these Pokemon back in their Pokeballs, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I just think it's funny, the panel after that. Professor Oak's still telling him he's a Pokemon thief, even though he helped. And he's saying, hey, I'll go get the rest of these Pokemon for you. Yeah. He's like, you're a Pokemon thief. Don't move.
0: Yeah. And he's like, like, dang it, you're not going to know what to look for. You know, we're going to... I'm going to have to go look for them myself. And the way this panel is drawn it looks like professor oak is like too big for the bicycle he's using yeah in this panel but like why doesn't red have a why didn't red get a bicycle too so red's just going to run the entire way to wherever they're finding trying to find these pokemon i guess you know? so yeah but my question is how does professor oak know where the pokemon are going does he have them chipped and tagged with like tracking devices or is he actually like tracking them? Like a hunter would track like a deer or or something like that, you know? Um,
1: I don't know. I mean, I feel like probably like all the Pokemon he has are probably local Pokemon. Yeah. So he probably knows where they'd run back to. Uh Uh-huh. Which if it's pallet town, then it should be like the vermilion woods.
0: But think about it, though, like... think about it, though, why would they run off to begin with, you know? Because he technically caught all those Pokemon. Because they're, they're still wild? Well, you know, like, even though, like...
1: And this is a differentiation from, like, the show. You know, we have a bunch of... Like, in this, even after the Pokemon's caught, like... They still don't like you. You know, it's kind of yeah. like... It's kind of like, uh, for Ash in the show with Pikachu like he never is able to put him in a pokeball he doesn't like him or anything else until after that first the ending of the first episode yeah so uh, I mean because you could catch a Pokemon and then it'd be like Ash's Charizard where it's still a danger to you no matter what just because of how it is
0: but was it correct me if I'm wrong because I'm just going off of memory. Wasn't it if you got badges, badges, or completed the gyms, like the Pokemon would listen to you more? Kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, high, higher. I just,
1: yeah, higher level ones.
0: Or am I just making that up?
1: No. Yeah, it was higher level ones. You'd be able to catch higher levels more okay. accurately.
0: Okay, I was just curious if, like, if your Pokemon would listen to you more and stuff like that. Because I remember, like, sometimes if your Pokemon was a higher level and you didn't complete said gym, sometimes they wouldn't listen to you. Yeah. uh, In the game. And I know that uh, I know that, uh, sometimes Ash's Pokemon in the anime would, uh, not listen to him. Like Charizard wouldn't listen to him for the longest time, you know, uh, right. And some other ones had kind of their own, uh, I think it was only Charizard, but I can't remember if other ones did that as well. Uh, You know. Yeah. It was hard to remember, honestly, because that was a long time ago when I watched (laughs) that show.
1: long time
0: ago. (laughs) That was like uh, over 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Let's see. Um, All right. And so in, we get... They're in we, the Viridian City. Yeah, they go all the way to Viridian City, which seems like a far way to go. Uh, yeah. Which, reading this
1: one, I thought it was weird, because in the first part here, we have a Meowth that pops up. Yeah. Meowth wasn't in there, was he? Not that we saw. Okay. But, I mean, there there were a bunch of Pokeballs on the shelves. Yeah. But I think it's, it's funny that we go to... This part and he catches a meowth and then he goes to
0: the Viridian City gym. But I like this part where he's like, Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. You know, like you're trying to get me out to come yeah. over, like like an actual like, house cat would, you know. And, uh, but yeah, Professor Oak is like, You know, man, I didn't want to. He's like, kind of like, I don't know if I would have done this if I knew I'd be chasing them all the way to Viridian City. So I'm guessing it was kind of a long way for him. Who knows? But we see oh, Bulbasaur, yeah. huh?
1: Yeah, because because uh, cause they were in Palatown, so it was. Uh, yeah,
0: they were in Palatown.
1: It was, I think,
0: two or three routes for them to get yeah. here. Yeah, something like that. And yeah. Bulbasaur runs off into the Viridian City Gym. The Viridian, the Viridian city gym is closed if you know anything about the, the this particular gym you know the reason why it's closed <laughs> right you know which I'm surprised they were even able to get into the gym because uh, the gym should be locked up you know yeah but we see uh, uh bulbasaur cowering in kind of like a corner. Uh, the gym is all dark and dingy and there's cobwebs everywhere the the place is all boarded up uh, and I just think this part's funny right here where oh, Professor he's like Oak, Professor he's like, Oak gets to him he's like come to Daddy yeah <laughs> and then he like spears he like spears uh Professor Oak and he's like dang it I'm your trainer you know. So Bulbasaur attacks um, Professor Oak. What what yeah. happens after Bulbasaur attacks Professor Oak? I love that section because like it just looks really funny.
1: Then we have Red come up and try his hand at talking to Bulbasaur, and he calms yeah. him down. Which I don't know if you've gotten it to it yet, reading it, but how everybody has like their own like little superpower thing no i don't think i've gotten to that part yet okay well there's a part where they talk about people's traits and uh-huh. every every pokedex holder or whatever has their own specific trait that yeah. that means something or does something for pokemon uh-huh. and i think reds is like instant calm like
0: with pokemon like he, like he can calm them down if they're if they're anxious or scared type yeah. of thing you know like, yeah, it's like a, like a weird trait that he has. You like sort of like comforting, comforting them in a, in a way, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because like, and and it really seems like digi distant ish from like Digimon, but you have like, uh, I think they reveal it after we meet like the the third set of trio that come out. Yeah. but they actually bring it up and they say how everybody has like their trait. And I think this is another time that we see that red is actually the person that can sit there and talk to like all Pokemon and just calm them down. Like almost instantly. Yeah.
0: Kind of like what Ash does or tries to do at some points in the mo- in the anime. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's like, come on, you know, Oh, yeah. you, know, you know, you know what other Pokemon didn't listen to him. Uh, uh, primate didn't listen to him. Oh, that's true. When he had, pri- had primate, you know. That's true. That is very true. Yeah. But out of nowhere, uh, uh, a machoke shows up, which I don't know why there's a machoke in the Viridian City Gym, just loose, you know, doing whatever. And this they're like, is oh, true. my God. Uh, must be a bodyguard or something. Maybe like a bodyguard. Who knows? There but must be more going on he sh- here than what we know. He's trying to attack. um Well, they say it's a wild Machoke in the in the comic or in the, the manga, and we get this yeah scene. Go ahead.
1: Uh, well, I mean, we just don't actually know if that is or not yeah. because they might
0: be thinking that because it doesn't have a trainer around it. True, and they he tries to attack Red and Professor Oak, and Bulbasaur restrains uh Machoke with his vine whips. And I like this next scene. This, uh, this next scene's really fun. To where um Red is like Professor, what's Bulbasaur's like best attack? <laughs> and Professor Oak is like knocked out. <laughs> He's got yeah. like X's. He's got like X's on his face. He's like, yeah. like
1: I... gurgling at the like, mouth. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, he, oh, he is foaming! He is foaming yeah. at the mouth. <laughs> That's what he's doing right there. But I, I like this scene where, um, so the Machoke is trying to fight Bulbasaur and, and Red and like beat like kill Red basically, and Red's kind of like trying to figure out what to do. And he kind this is where we kind of get some of his uh, street smarts a little bit, where he uh, he he goes up to one of the boards. Or on accidentally goes up to one of the boards and sees light coming through and he he, he opens the board to let Bulbasaur um, Yeah. Cause he brings up at one point he says,
1: he goes, What am I gonna do next? I can't figure that out. And then it says, Wait, he has a bulb on his back.
0: Yeah, like a plant. Yeah. Yeah. And he opens it up and he's like, try this. And like this beam of light comes through the 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 building. And Bulbasaur uses his Solar Beam attack. Bulbasaur Solar Beam. Oh no! Well, oh, Texas sets again. And then Machoke Machoke dies. We're just saying gonna same. Machoke dies with by the Solar Beam. Yeah, you know? <laughs> he, he doesn't pass out. He just dies. <laughs> he just dies. <laughs> you dead? <laughs> well, I don't know. Do they die in the manga versus the anime? You know. Uh I don't think so
1: I'm not sure well I mean like everybody dies in the video game and everything because uh, they most likely get eaten for food
0: so yeah true but next uh, uh, after Bulbasaur saves them from the Machoke um, we get this scene where Professor Oak which I like where he's like, how did you know that Bulbasaur knew solar beam? He's like, well, I figured since it was a plant, the sunlight and the energy stuff would, you know, maybe help power him. So Red doesn't even know about solar beam. No. That's kind of the funny part. Yeah. So you want to take this part?
1: Oh, yeah. So they're talking about it. And uh, Professor Oak gives Bulbasaur to Red. Yeah. It tells him he's basically taken a liking to him and that uh, he thinks that he should continue his journey with Bulbasaur. Um, yeah, true. And he, uh, Red takes this time now that Professor Oak's kind of calm and he wants to tell him like, hey, you know, I didn't actually break into your lab. Um, I wasn't trying to steal anybody. I was just trying to come talk to you. So that you could teach me how to be a better Pokemon trainer, um, and he brings up and tells him the whole story from our chapter one about Team Rocket and and Team Mew, the Mew. Yeah. yeah, the
0: Mew and um, a lot stuff. And he gives him a Pokedex, um, and yeah. he's like, "Hey, take this Pokedex. You know, you're gonna have to go out of your territory and find all these Pokemon if you want to be a good Pokemon trainer and help me, like." encyclopedia and learn about all these pokemon for me you know and he tells him that uh where does he tell him he wants oh he's like hey you should go to the uh the 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 viridian forest north of the city because that's where uh and he kind of stops and he's like uh he kind of is very vague about what's over there or what potentially is in the forest so we get a little foreshadowing kind of what might exactly be um, like what Red might be in for looking for uh, said yeah. Pokemon that he's looking for, you know? Yeah. And I like this part where he's like, <laughs> he forgets to go get Pokeballs. And he's like, oh, well, yeah. I'll just I'll just, you know, have these Pokeballs. So like I guess he was low on pokeballs at points because from the last yeah. chapter, were did he just he probably just dropped all of his pokeballs and didn't pick them up right? Must have because he was carrying like a a whole was, bunch of them. He was carrying like twenty to thirty pokeballs <laughs> in that first chapter. Yeah, and but our I like, this,
1: uh, I like this part too where uh, yeah. Uh, Professor Oak tells him that he's on his road to being one of the greatest Pokemon trainers.
0: Potentially, because um, yeah. you know, uh, he's tells uh, Professor Oak tells him tells Red that uh, you know, you don't need like a powerhouse Pokemon in your in your thing. You know, you need to like have compassion and stuff like that. And, you know, some yeah. might say the power of friendship. <laughs> yeah. Like your, you your Pokemon will become stronger based off of how you treat them and everything yeah which is which is foreshadowing for maybe how blue treats his pokemon right who knows right but uh yeah go ahead so
1: i mean i i like this one this chapter of uh pokemon adventures and stuff um Obviously, because we pick up Bulbasaur. Yeah. And everything. And it just seems um, really nice and neat to actually get to know Red more. Yeah. And, and how um, it's easy
0: for him to connect with Pokemon and whatnot. Yeah. And so he's going off to the Viridian Forest, him and Poliwhirl and Bulbasaur. And they're wow. like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're a team now. You know and we yeah. get we get more insight into the world of pokemon we get to meet professor oak you know professor oak is kind of a little different than the depiction of the anime professor oak you know he seems to be a little bit more agitated at points yeah uh with red uh in normal he's kind of a goof not like a goofball kind of or like a very like yeah. i don't know how to i don't know how to put it it, he's
1: he he's tries a, to
0: be serious but it doesn't come off that way yeah he's more of a character he seems more like to be more of a character and that's not like a exposition dumping character yeah in in the from the anime you yeah, know well, we don't get a lot of professor oak in the anime as is so right yeah because we get
1: a i know we'll get a lot of him in this as a character and how things
0: go on and all that yeah, but now we're going off to uh, uh, go to the Viridian Woods to potentially catch more Pokemon, you know, and yes. find out what's going to happen, you know. So since we've finally
1: gotten to this part of the book, uh-huh. where Ash has, or Ash, where Red, Red has actually received his his very first starter Pokemon. Uh-huh. uh So... You've played the video game and everything, yeah, yeah. So what was what was your first starter in in the video games and stuff?
0: Um, are we talking about just the original generation? Yeah, uh, it was Squirtle. It was Squirtle?
1: Yeah. Okay, so I started out with Charmander, and then. Uh, slowly gravitated over to just playing with Bulbasaur. Yeah. And I think I think part of that was influence cuz my dad actually played it as well. Uh-huh. And uh and so he had a Charmander. I think that's probably why I picked that. But I've always really enjoyed having uh the Bulbasaur as as my main guy. And uh-huh. so it was really funny reading this and knowing like how fast I went from playing with this Charmander and everything to actually playing a Bulbasaur and then finding out that Bulbasaur was
0: Red's first uh, starter yeah. Pokemon. Well, I really liked, um, I really liked Squirtle because uh, of the Squirtle squad. And he would always wear his <laughs> yeah. his, his, gl- his glasses, his sunglasses. So that's yeah. why I kind of went after Squirtle in the, in the, in the game. Cause I was like, Oh, Squirtle's cool. You know yeah but I think I think I would switch it up occasionally and like if I would replay it I would pick a different starter just yeah. to try them so y- out you know
1: years was influenced based off of the yeah based off of the show yeah it was based off the show yeah okay yeah I yeah I have I had no no idea of it you know because we played it before the show came out yeah. um so that was a little. Odd, I would say. But, you know, I and I think it's kind of weird, like, um, whenever people get in conversations about their starters and what they would pick, because, you know, most people can, are like, oh, I'm a just, Charmander.
0: Can I just say, people take that a little too seriously sometimes.
1: They do. <laughs> uh, Not I to think, go
0: clopping, but, you
1: know. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree. I think, you know, and they're like, oh you know Charmander's the best you know like
0: you like you see those tiktoks of where they put the pokemon in front of the babies and the babies choose which starter they want you know and i mean it really in reality it's just the whole rock paper scissors scenario that's true that's when true. it comes well, to pokemon
1: well you know i did that for shits and giggles so <laughs> yeah
0: like it's uh it's uh yeah i don't know i like i didn't do that like you know my kid's an Eevee fan, so she likes Eevee. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> you know, funny. she likes Eevee, and then uh, like, because she's been building the model kits. Yeah. And she's got like the, the bunny rabbit one, and Pikachu and Eevee. Like, those are the ones that she likes. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I, I like this, going back to the, the manga, uh, I like this, vol- this, this 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 chapter. You know, we're after the these first two chapters, our world is getting more broad and expanding more into the world of Pokemon. You know, Red's finally going off on his journey, you know, and going to we're going to find out what exactly happens to Red and his Pokemon and what Pokemon he's going to get and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. You know, it's like he's off his leash. So right. Like, yeah, I'm officially a Pokemon trainer now. You know, right. I, I just said I was one before, but in reality, I wasn't. You right. I, I was just like a... I um, was a
1: small, ready, town, small town, small town kid.
0: Small town, a big fish in a small town, or or supposed big fish in a small town, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I, I like it. I like the intro, introduction of Professor Oak. He's really funny in this, and, and I... <laughs> That part where he gets shit on is really funny. Like, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that whatsoever for him to get shit on. <laughs> but I remember when I first read that, I was like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. And I read it again. I was like, still funny. <laughs> still funny. Because just seeing his reaction, he has like the shit all on his face. <laughs> and yeah. he's talking to Red with the shit still on his face. Yeah. It just, it, it reminds me of like an old cartoon, like a, like a, like a Looney Tunes or like a Tom and Jerry type of cartoon, you know?
1: That's true. Well, it, it kind of makes me think of, cause you know, the only other po- or the Pokemon, the only other manga I've ever read that actually like talks about like poop jokes and whatnot. Uh-huh. Well, I guess, yeah, there's just one. I was thinking about the other one was in an anime, um, would be, uh, uh, Dr. Slump with Arlie.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. But this 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 manga was this manga was good. This this chapter was good. You know, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I like that he gets his first official Pokemon. It's not one that you know his family owns. You know, and which you know, isn't that from... kind of weird. It
1: seems like that's where a bunch of a bunch of them actually lie. Is that it's based off of what their family owns?
0: Yeah. I mean, we get that in the anime as well, kind of, I think.
1: Yeah. And I agree with that. I feel like like we do have that in the anime. Because, I mean, like, one of the earliest ones we know of is, like, James from Jesse and James actually has, like, a Growlithe at home.
0: Yeah. Doesn't and Brock... Aren't the Pokemon that Brock has from, like, his yeah, parents?
1: I think so. I think they... Well, just Onyx. I don't think the okay. Geodude is. The Onyx was okay. actually like a hand-me-down Pokemon okay. to him. Because I think Onyx was his dad's. And then Misty, you or Stormy, I think one of them was passed down from her family. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we kind of get this tradition of, like, I guess the friendship is already, like, built up with certain Pokemon. Yeah. And because they're family based ones and you have to go from there. Mm hmm. But, um, you know, we have this kind of other divergence off of, Hey, what if you had to try and have everybody, um, yeah. you know, and you build those friendships. I think that's another thing I like with this Maya is they, they build their friendships while they're going. Yeah. Um, because we kind of get the same thing of where
0: different Pokemon act like assholes at different parts. Yeah, true. So, yeah. And this next one, this next chapter looks like it's going to be really good with um, with expanding on the Pokemon and whatnot. Because in this one, this next chapter, we're going to be dealing with red and blue are going to be meeting up again. So yeah. Slight, slight spoilers on that one. And the next one we will be going into is Chapter 3, which is The Secret of Kangas Khan. Or can can I say that right? Kangas Khan? Yeah, Kangas Khan. I said that right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I couldn't remember. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> I I just had to think about it earlier when you are like, I can't. It ca, kick me a Well, I,
0: when <laughs> I was reading it, I was reading something different in my head because normally I I hear it. Like yeah. I hear Kangaskhan Khan. And then when I was reading it earlier, I was like, can Kang Kang Khan? <laughs> like right. I read it out loud. Like I was like, I was a little confused. <laughs> yeah. No, it, didn't, it's hilarious. It, didn't, it didn't when I was reading it, it didn't sound like that in my head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed this chapter and I'm looking forward to Reading right. more of this. I, I thought it was very fun, you know. Artwork is still top notch. Yeah. I'm curious, though, because eventually this artist leaves the book. I'm curious yeah. if I'll continue to like the art when the new artist comes onto the book. But we'll yeah. see. Because hmm. uh, I think they finish up this story arc and then I think Yellow's story arc and then they don't come back to the book oh okay because hmm. they get they get like sick
1: i don't think i noticed that
0: yeah it was a th- it was a thing that i um ended up reading about oh, while cool. re- researching the manga because they get like really sick and uh they the the uh uh mangaka had two choices to the writer did because it's a team yeah uh to continue to finish the book with a new artist or cancel the book. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to see uh, how I feel about when we. I think they get to Chris Gold and Silver or Crystal or something is when the next one, next artist shows up. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Anyways, anyways, you know. Yeah, this was good. I, I'm looking forward to their next episode where we. Um, read this because i'm reading it as we go along each episode like i read in i read this in the past like a year or so ago and then like i kind of put it down so i don't really know what's going to (laughs) happen in in the book so you know yeah 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 i don't remember what happens
1: (laughs) but yeah every all the listeners out there stay tuned for the next exciting uh, adventure. Adventure. <laughs> I, I, I was an episode and I was like, we might as well just go with the theme of adventure. Adventure. <laughs> be like the misadventures of flapjack. Adventure. <laughs> um, but stay tuned for the next exciting adventure of the gotta read them all podcast. And as always, we will see you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening, guys.